is the Gridiron Guys Podcast with Anthony Stalter and Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis. Driven by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Welcome back to the Gridiron Guys with Kerry Davis. I'm Anthony Stalter. I should say Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis. I'm Thank Anthony you. Stalter. We appreciate you uh, <laughs> joining us for this this podcast. Sorry about last week. We had a bye week. Don't worry we about it. We had a bye week. We had a bye week. Yep. Everybody else was on a bye. We took our bye week. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> but we a lot to get into. So we're going to stay with the same format that we had in the last podcast, so it was mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Carrie and I didn't write anything down, of course, so I, I can't remember I how we did with our picks. I don't know. I want to say you you came out better than I did with with our picks, but why don't we just make this the official the official we'll start, start and yeah, we'll yeah. actually keep track. Yeah. Uh, I'll pull up a, a Google Doc. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to go through games, and if Carrie and I disagree on a game, whether it's a, an outright pick or against the spread, mm-hmm. We'll we'll file that as like me versus Carrie, and then and then we'll see. Just because we're competitive, the only the only reason is we're competitive. That's, no question. That's, that's the and, only and reason. And you want to kick my butt, and I want to kick yours. Exactly. So, right? just, at right. the end of the day, <laughs> you get bragging rights is all you need, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So let's go over these. We'll start off with the Thursday night game. We are recording this on Thursday. Hopefully, this gets pushed out in enough time for everybody to hear it. Uh, but Carrie, I'm looking at this matchup in the Bucks and the Bills. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Bill. First of all, let me ask you a question. Buffalo. What, I don't know. What do you think the issue is? I don't know. All right, you could have just said Buffalo. Yeah. I don't know. I, are they good? I don't know. What's the issue? I don't know. Is Josh Allen going to turn the ball over? Probably. Maybe. <laughs> uh, that's that's really the only thing that I do know. I think. Well, first of all, we got to talk about the injuries to the to the defense. You lose Matt Milano. You lose Trey White. You know those are catastrophic injuries on on the second and third level of your defense. So obviously, your your signal caller, your guy that is getting everybody in place in Milano. Not having him is going to hurt. Yeah. But I don't know how you lose to the New England Patriots in the in the manner in which they did. Now, they came back and, and were able to get ahead of that game, but then you still lost the lead and lost the game. I don't know what this team is. I thought the the week one loss against the Jets was was eye-opening. Mm-hmm. But then they figured some things out, one, three in a row. And then you go to um, – London and you look lackluster yeah. versus the Jags and you say, well, oh, they got there late. Uh, it was it was a tough flight. They just got there. Then you play the Giants at home and you should have lost that game if Tyrod Taylor doesn't run the ball on on goal, fourth and goal before half. And if they can get a touchdown before the end of the game, yeah. you have an opportunity to lose that game. And then you finally do lose the next game against the Patriots. I don't know. I, if you can figure it out and let me know, I, I would, I would, I would let you answer it because I have no clue who this team is or what this team is. Oh, I think you, I, th- I actually think you nailed it. I think, I think losing Matt Milano and then Tre'Davious White has been the the biggest issue. Yeah, Milano specifically because he he's the catalyst defensively. Yes. So a New England team that couldn't move the ball past midfield, or if they did, they turn the ball over every single week was able to move up and down the field on you. I don't think the offense has got any issues outside of it needs to be I feel like this this offense needs to be perfect sometimes. So I find, I heard a stat from you know uh we I do the morning show so on my drive in I listen to Evan Cohen, Michelle Smallman who used to be here with us, mm-hmm. our girl, yeah. and uh, uh Chris Canty. And Evan uh put a stat out there that Josh Allen in his entire career and I would have to fact check this, but in his entire career has never had a back-to-back game with zero turnovers. Wow. That means he's thrown a pick. If he didn't do either in one game, you can guarantee the next game he either fumbled the ball and lost it or had a had a uh, had an interception. Mm-hmm. In his entire career, has not had two games back-to-back with zero turnovers. That is 
mind-boggling. It is appalling that you are an NFL quarterback, an elite NFL quarterback, and if that stat holds up to be true, that is absolutely ridiculous. Seriously. Yeah. I, I don't know. With that type of quarterback play, how can you expect to win week in and week out when you don't know? Well, you do know. Your quarterback is going to turn the ball over. So that to me is troubling, and that has been one of the main inconsistencies for this Bills team. As great as he is, is he going to take care of the football? And the answer has been no. you know, resounding no. Uh, I like I like the Bucs getting nine and a half here, Kerry. You like them to cover? I like them to cover. I like them getting nine and a half. I don't think the do Bills should be favored. Do you think they can win outright? I think they do you could. think there's a chance? I think I think if the Bills are sloppy, the Bucks the Bucks, if the Bucks are still in it in the fourth quarter, which is an obvious statement, right? Can they win outright if they're in it in the fourth quarter? Then it's yes. But I think the Bills are capable of playing down to another opponent because mm-hmm. Tampa's fine. Tampa's average. I thought they're going to be bad this year. They're they're more they're more average than bad. They lost a terrible game last week to the Falcons. That the fa- I don't think honestly, that they lost. I know I'm a Falcon fan. The Falcons should have won that game by 17 points. The Falcons returned the ball over right at the goal line. Desmond Ritter three ball security. That's not great. But he but, f- he fumbled the snap <laughs> one time. He didn't he move did. the ball to one side yeah. or the other. Yeah. He fumbled the it then, no, not the next play, but he did fumble it later on, yeah. And he fumbled right before half, which yeah. cost him at least three points. I'm telling you, the Falcons should have won set by 17 in that one. So the Bucs weren't really in the one okay. last week. But I still think that Buffalo has too many issues that I'm looking at nine and a half spread. I'll just give me the points. You're going to take Buffalo. You're yeah. going to take the, uh, the, Bucks. The, the Bucks. Now, if we're on the, the same side, then we just move on. Yeah, but. I agree. I think I think the Bills should win this game, but it's going to probably be closer than the nine nine and a half that they have it listed as. All right, there you go. So moving on, uh, I think we're going to disagree on this one. I think the Carolina Panthers are going to mess around and win their first game this week. Oh, we and I love the Texans. Going to disagree on this one, sir. I, Gary. I love the Texans. <laughs> I think right now they're they're better they're better than a lot of teams that people really like. I think they're better in Seattle. I think they're better in Cincinnati. I think they're better than the Carolina the Panthers. Chargers. No, 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 the Texans. Oh, the Texans, Texans. okay. (laughs) I think they're really good. I think, you know, both these teams are coming off a bye. I just got a weird feeling. There's Mm. been a lot of messed up stuff in the NFL. Yeah. You had the Eagles and 49ers losing two weeks ago. You had the 49ers losing again last week. You had the Patriots upsetting the Bills. I think that Carolina heads into the bye week, straightens some things out. They're a home team. I think the Texans start maybe to read their own press clippings, and they get tripped up this week. See, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think when you're looking at what the Carolina Panthers are doing or have done this season, it, 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 it Adam Thielen has been good. He's been really good for them. But I, I think when you're looking at what they're doing, and here's the thing, I don't know if you saw that um, the, the, the press conference a couple of weeks ago with Frank Reich where he was talking about the ownership group and, oh, yeah. and how tough it is and, and the expectations. I think this coach wanted C.J. Stroud and not Bryce, Bryce Young. And so – you see what Bry- – they're both rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. One doesn't look like it, though. No. One of them, C.J. Stroud, looks like a guy that has been playing in the NFL for a few years. And this is a team in the Houston Texans that is not great. They had the two second and third overall pick in last year's draft. You, you wouldn't expect them to be a great football team, but they are playing extremely well. And so I'm going to go hey, – we, we definitely disagree on this I one. I figured. I'm going Houston Texans. Uh, to to win this game, and yeah, they they they're they are three point favorite. Yeah, the I Texans, think they win by more than three. Yeah, Texans are a three point favorite. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I just I figured I was not gonna I was gonna be the minority on this one. I mean, I, this is a contrarian play of all contrarian yeah. plays, but 
this is one of those when everybody's on one side, go to the other. Yeah. Um, and and when the Texans are up by 27 at halftime, I'll, I'll text you and say, yep, that's about <laughs> like, right. Hey, how's that working for you? Moving forward, you get the Cowboys <laughs> and the Rams on Sunday. Dallas at the bye week. They're, they're laying six and a half. You know, six and a half seems like a lot for this matchup. I think that this is when this Cowboys pass. If you can, if you can pressure Matt mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford, you can contain that offense. Right. And teams have not been able to pass to, to give that pat that consistent pass rush. But the Steelers did it a little bit last week, and the Rams faltered. I think this is when we start to see the Rams backslide a little bit. I like the Cowboys. I, I would lay the six and a half. I don't love it, but if we're going to kind of play the point spread game, I would lay the six and a half with the Cowboys coming off the bye. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are are the favorite in here, and I, I would pick them as well. The St. Louis Rams, I mean, Kyron Williams being out for, for on IR for an extended period of time, they don't have much of a running game. No. You know where the ball is going to go in terms of who they're throwing it to, but it, it, it it's – this is more along the lines of what I thought the Rams would be. The fact that they were able to win the couple of games that they won in the fashion in which they did, I was like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. They go out and beat Seahawks. They they beat the Colts. They beat the Cardinals. But the games that they've lost, you expected them to lose. Right. Uh, I think just really that week one winner was probably the most stunning, knowing that Seattle won the division last year. Um, but, yeah, I think Dallas is the better team. Uh, and I think that off of a bye week, the one thing that Dallas, it's not an explosive offense. And I think people take – you don't give enough credit to Ezekiel Elliott was a huge part of that offense last year. Not the not maybe not the lead running back, but the question will always be is can a guy become the lead running back? Can you become the number one receiver when the number one receiver steps away? Can you become right. the number one running back when the number one running back steps away? I don't know that Tony Pollard has answered that bell to the tune of they're potentially talking about trade opportunities of one Derrick Henry, which would let you know that maybe Tony Pollard is not uh, the the lead back that they need him to be more Which is of a, strange because I mean he, he's been great he he has been the but they 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 are they're talking about it. he's been great in the past because he had Zeke. another there you go so yeah. um so and, coming and, off the injury so I, I, maybe yeah that. it's a lot of things that are that are attached to that but I just don't think this Dallas Cowboys team has it's still offensively defensively uh, you, you gotta love what they do Michael Parsons is gonna get after the quarterback but offensively they still haven't clicked and Ceedee Lamb hasn't popped in the manner in which you want them to just yet. So hopefully they fix some things over the bye week and they'll be able to get going uh, this weekend. All right, doesn't sound like we have a disagreement there. Nope. Uh, Vikings and Packers are the next one. The Vikings coming off a very impressive performance. I, I thought I thought Kirk Cousins was masterful on Monday night. Man. I mean, they, they couldn't – the 49ers, great defense. They couldn't touch them. Yep. Couldn't get off the field on third downs. Yep. I mean, when you got Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead and now Randy Gregory, you think, ah, this defense going to feast. Right. They didn't get one sack. I Not am, one sack. I, Kirk Cousins is one of those quarterbacks. He's one of those players that you just don't know what the hell it is. Like he he's he's really good, but then you always hear how he's not that good. Mm-hmm. He's made a lot of money, guaranteed money in his career, but he's always talked about as in not in that top tier, not in that top two tiers of quarterback. But he just finds ways to win. Last year we talked about it. They were a team that had eleven one score games and they won all eleven of them. Yep, eleven and zero. This year, every game that they've played has been a one-score game, and they're three and four. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think this team is not as bad as its record, three and four. They're they're finding ways to win. And you beat that that San Francisco team like you did last week. It's impressive. Give me the the, the Vikings to uh, to make a push and a run here in this uh, in this NFC conference. So you like you like the Vikings? I do. All right, I'm going to take uh, this is another contrarian play for me. 
I don't understand why this spread is only one and a half. You think it should be bigger? I think it should be bigger, even with Green Bay at home. I mean, if, you, if you've watched Green Bay play mm-hmm. and you've watched Minnesota play lately, it, clearly Minnesota is the better team. I think I think a lot of public betters are going to line up. They're going to take the Vikings and say, man, this is this is one of your layups. I thought a layup last week was the Buccaneers at home against the Falcons. That was an absolute layup. And everybody did too. This is This is one of those divisional games where Green Bay has enough talent from top to bottom to be better than two and four, right. but they've been terrible. They need Aaron Jones to be completely healthy. Yes, waiting on that. If if he is completely healthy, I think this offense starts to look a little better. It takes pressure off of Jordan Love. I think that Green Bay defensively, though, Vikings coming off a short week, I think Green Bay is going to have a decent game plan here. It's going to be tight, and I think Green Bay wins this one out. Really? Yes. Really? Contrarian play. I'm, gonna, I'm 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 get. Yeah, we're, we're on judging, opposite sides on that one. Judging by your face, I figure we're on opposite sides. So I'm gonna <laughs> put, I'm gonna put you down. I'm gonna put you down for the Vikings minus three or minus uh, one and a half. Excuse me. I'm gonna put the Packers in. So that's that's our second our second disagreement. Uh, moving forward here, next matchup is the Saints and Colts. So this is this one's tough. Is it the Saints are minus one? <sighs> I can't. I don't. Tr- I don't trust the Saints. You I think shouldn't. the Colts. I think the Colts are are a well-coached team for the most part, but they got sloppy toward the first half last week. I mean, Shane Steichen cost them. They really, he really gave the Browns 10 points last week yeah. with, with some of his decision-making before well, halftime. I mean, let's, let's be honest. The refs gave them another 10. They did. It's seven, seven for sure. <laughs> they certainly did. Don't put yourself in that spot. I agree with that. I, I mean, you're backed up to your own goal line, yeah. run the ball, get to yeah. halftime. Instead, he, he lets Miles My, Garrett, Garrett do his you thing. You got to get the ball out of your hand if you're going to do that. Don't and, don't get sacked. And they start throwing again. He gives up yeah. another field goal. I mean, yeah. I, it's, it's not great. This Saints team, incredibly frustrating. But I do most frustrating team this year. Um, based on based on the expectations. Yeah, yeah like I would I, say so. It it would have to be right. I think maybe I think some Buffalo. People, some Buffalo. Buffalo is at least in the picture. But they're they're, they're some know. people may say the Bengals, but I I kind of thought I the Bengals would they're take. Hurt. Yeah, he's hurt. He's going. They 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 actually are going to be okay. I think the Saints, based on expectations, yes. Yeah, it's not been great. But I still think they get it. I think the Saints are a slightly better team. Than the Colts, I think they have a better roster overall. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and take the better team in this matchup, uh, which is basically a coin flip. But yeah. I get the Saints. It's even. The line is even. There, there. I'm gonna go with the Colts. Okay. Colts at home. Um, the Saints give me nothing to be excited about. I mean, besides yeah, Alvin Kamara I, getting and he a had check a, down. he had 12 catches last game. Like, what in the world are we doing? I, we're, I, we're crushing Kirk Cousins for something similar, even yes. though he doesn't do it. Yes, Derek Carr would not have beaten the 49ers on uh, Monday night. I agree wholeheartedly. Derek Carr is a checkdown artist, yes. yet we all want to believe that Derek Carr is more than what he is. He's not. And, He's and not. I think I probably was a, one of those people that was leaning more to him not being just a checkdown guy. He's a guy that I thought with the weapons that they have, Chris Olave, you got Michael Thomas, you got all, you got Alvin Kamara back in the fold. I thought this offense was going to be explosive. It is not. Yeah. It is pedestrian. It is just barely over the speed limit if that. They might be under the speed limit the way that they play football. It's not it's not great offense. So I'm I am actually going to take the Colts in this game because I think the Colts at home um you know 
a young coach figuring some things, young head coach figuring some things out. I like the way that they play football. I'm going to go. And then that, Jonathan Taylor's back, so yeah. you know, he had a really he had a pretty good game last week. The Patriots are nine plus nine and a half in Miami on Sunday. I think Miami wins and covers. The speed, uh, the yeah. speed is too much on both sides of the ball for the Dolphins. The Patriots have no team speed. It's a horrible matchup for them. We saw it earlier in the year. Now you go to Miami. Yeah. The Patriots have had some. Even when Tom Brady played, there were some issues going down to Miami. Usually it was earlier, earlier in the year. Early in the season when it's um, still warm out. Yeah, but I just think that this is a bad spot for them. Dolphins coming off a loss. They're ticked off. The Patriots are kind of flying high against a Buffalo a Bills team that's that, that's limping right now. So give me the Dolphins. I would say I would take the Dolphins as well. I think it's important to keep an eye on Tyreek Hill was on the injury report with a hip issue. Jalen Waddle has had a back that he hurt last week against the um, Philadelphia Eagles where mm-hmm. he missed some time but came back into the game. It's important to see how well, how healthy those guys are. But I still think Miami is the better team. Again, nine points. I definitely would agree with you. I'm taking the Dolphins. Uh, Jets minus three against the Giants in the, in the New Jersey Bowl. The Jets feel like they feel like they're, they figured some things out. That was a huge win a couple of weeks ago against the Eagles that they had. I thought that was, you know, that was a spectacular win for for what they have been uh, doing. They have won the last two games against the Broncos and the Eagles. I feel like they're the better team, but the Giants are they better with? Are they with better? Yes. They might be. They've looked better. <laughs> that offense. I mean, it's not like it's been explosive or anything. They only scored 14 points last week, right? But they've looked better now. Granted, Saquon Barkley's also back, and that yes. that certainly helps. Yes, I actually think the Giants win this one. Really? Yeah, the Jets. The Jets to me, I I think they 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 could be had on the ground. Okay. And I think the Eagles messed around too much by in not by not running the yeah. ball. They put the ball too much in Jalen Hurts' hands when they didn't have to. Yeah. And unfortunately, Jalen, who's been playing very well this year, I think Jalen made you know made one too many mistakes mm-hmm. last week, and it, it cost him. I think the Giants are going to run the damn ball. They're going to run it over and over and okay. over. And I think the Jets are in a spot where they're they're fat, dumb, and happy coming off not only a win two weeks ago against the Eagles, right. but a bye. Yeah, I, I think the Giants. I think the Giants surprised this week. I had them last week against the Commanders in our pick and pool. I'm going to take them again. I did not, and I'm not having them this week either. I'm going to take the Jets. All right, so another <laughs> another disagreement. I'll write that down for us. Why don't you go ahead and talk about your Steelers. They're hosting the Jaguars this well, week. Well, you know, Pittsburgh is uh, how we do things in Pittsburgh. We do a fantastic job of playing defense, sound defense, getting after the quarterback. One of the best players in the league, T.J. Watt, goes and gets the ball, however, mm. by any means necessary defensively. We'll take on anybody in the league. Sign us up now. Offensively? We got to play offense, too. And so what you're going to get from the offense, I don't know. They they actually, Deontay Johnson was back last week, uh, had a pretty decent game. And then you also had uh, Najee Harris getting his first touchdown of the season, first Jeez. rushing touchdown of the season. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Pickens uh, is, is quickly becoming – I think he's their number one receiver now. I know Deontay yeah. Johnson was was considered their number one receiver. He's missed a few games and finally got back last week. I think George Pickens, you throw him the football, he's going to catch it. He needs to have he's competitive. He needs to have ten to twelve targets a game. Like you need to throw him the football, feed it to him. Mm-hmm. He is a one A receiver. Great hands, big hands, catches balls firmly, um, and and makes big plays. So Kenny Pickett, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, I trust this team. Are they going to run the football? They haven't shown it yet. Yeah. And that's that is to me is troubling because Pittsburgh, 
the Pittsburgh football that I know is run the ball and play defense and then make big plays downfield when you can. They don't run the ball very well. So um, I, I don't know if they'll be able to, but I still like the I still like the Pittsburgh uh, Pittsburgh Steelers in this game. I like the Steelers too. Give me give me an underdog, Mike Tomlin at home, yeah. coming off a win. The Jaguars have have looked have actually looked pretty good of late. They went out to London and kind of figured some things out, especially yeah. defensively. They had two causing, games there. That helps. Yeah, they're causing <laughs> they're causing turnovers defensively. They're getting sacks. They're get, they're they're playing they're playing very well. I thought last week though there, there started to be some some issues there defensively. Yeah. I mean, the, the Saints team was was checking the ball down consistently and, and had an opportunity to at least tie it or maybe even go for the win late. I didn't like the way they closed that one out. Now, in fairness, they had the Jaguars dropped a touchdown. The Saints did in the end zone. They which did, yeah, tied well, the yeah, game. Foster Moreau. Moreau. Yeah, I think that this is a spot where the Steelers come back home. They're four and two for no reason. It, like I don't know how. I don't know how. They should have lost to the Ravens. Yeah. Last week was a coin flip at best. Yeah. But here they are, and I think that defensively they're going to cause some issues for Trevor Lawrence. They're going to they're going to take away Travis Etienne. They're going to mess around in a game that they shouldn't win, and they'll, they're they're going to do it. I, I got another contrarian play on the Steelers, so I'm I thought maybe we'd be opposite. Man, there. I'm going Pittsburgh. All right, let's uh, let's go to the Falcons and the Titans. The Falcons are laying two and a half against yeah. Tennessee in Nashville. Tennessee lo- likely starting Malik Malik Willis. And then mixing in Will Levis, I Who guess. Knows? Or the other way around. Or the other way around. You got two quarterbacks, you got none. So you got, yeah. I will say this about the uh, the old Atlanta Falcons, the Dirty Birds. Your, your, your Falcons. My Falcons. They are better than I thought. Good. They, I'll they take, are. I'll take it. Now, that, that doesn't mean they're good, but yeah. they're better than I thought. They are. Now, Desmond Ritter is Desmond Ritter. He's thrown six touchdowns. He's thrown six interceptions. I think he's – is he still leading the league in interceptions? Or he he's was? at least leading the league in turnovers. Turnovers, I mean, He had yeah. three last week. He got to take care of the football, man. Bijan Robinson didn't play much last week. He was he's, dealing with an illness. So, he's dealing with headaches, I yeah, guess. So hopefully he's he's back in the fold and able to play. Um, but they're doing – I think they're doing a pretty good job um, – Offensively, and and they they got a very sound defense. You talked about their secondary, how yeah. they've adapted and adjusted that. They're doing a good job there. The Tennessee Titans are 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 in shambles, man. Mm-hmm. Like they, they are playing at home, as you said. You don't know if it's Will Levis starting. You don't know if it's Malik Willis, but you know both of them are going to play. We know it's not Ryan Tannehill. We know that the running back, the best player on the team, is talked about potentially being traded. You got DeAndre Hopkins there. I forgot he was there. Yeah, you don't even know that he's present most games because he's not being targeted. The Falcons, mm-hmm. by however many you choose. Yeah, it's two. And it's by two, touchdown, I would say two and a half. They'll yeah. probably win by three. Yeah. Like Atlanta, Atlanta doesn't blow anybody out. Just kind of the style of play. But defensively, Atlanta has looked very good this year. I think they're honestly one of the more underrated and improved teams mm-hmm. uh, defensively. I'm not saying they're great, but they held the box to 13. Uh, they they should have held the Washington to much to much less than 24. But Desmond Ritter set them up. We they had a long kickoff return that set them up inside the 10. Ritter got intercepted, got inside the 15. So that's that's 14 points right there. Otherwise, the defense played well. They they held Houston to 19. They held uh, Jacksonville to 16. One of those, it was 23 points total, but one of them was a pick six. Yeah. They have played well. And they gave Jared Goff and the Lions a lot of issues in Detroit. They were just on the field all yeah. all, all game. And they're third in yards allowed per game. Uh, They've been behind excellent. Baltimore and behind Cleveland. So they're a team that defensively, yeah, they've come to play. It. Now, offensively, can we take care of the football? 
Find Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Jonathan yeah. Smith. Can we make that happen? At least Pitts is getting involved more. Did you see the finally. catch he made last week? The, yes. the behind the yeah. They, they, finally getting some guys. Figure some things out. All right, so we both have the Falcons yep. on that one. So no disagreement there. Moving forward here, uh, Eagles and Commanders. Uh, just give me the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, yeah. yeah have you uh, to it? I don't think they've played their best football yet, quite frankly. That's crazy. Yeah, and they're six and one. They have not looked great no. yet offensively. But this is something. They look bad, but they look great. Here's the thing that that I think we don't take into consideration because there are two offense. Two offenses, both of them in the Super Bowl last year, Mm -hmm. the Eagles and the Chiefs, they both lost what? Their offensive coordinators. Yeah. So the the thought that they would just jump right back into, like this is a different play caller. This is a different vibe. It's a different feel. Certain play callers have a certain, you know, type of rhythm with their plays and how they call them and how they go about it. They got two different offensive coordinators on both of those teams, and neither one of them offensively have looked great, both of them. Six and one, though. Yeah. So, yeah. I All got right, the Eagles in there. Uh, same. I got the Eagles as well. Moving forward here, you've got the Seahawks and Browns. The Deshaun Watson storyline <sighs> is just weird. We talk about that. I mean, it, it they're married to him. It yeah. is It is a gu- fully guaranteed contract. Yeah. There is nothing they can do. I do wonder if Kevin Stefanski is kind of benching him without benching him, though. Hmm. He was clear. He was medically cleared to go back in that game last week. They didn't put him in, and then on Wednesday morning they ruled him out. They're not messing around. So, my question is: Is it coming from the coaching staff or is it coming from Deshaun himself? Because Saying he doesn't want to play. Yeah, uh, because What's worse. That's the question. So, if it's Deshaun, here's my thing: He's complaining of he's had a concussion, which he was cleared of during one game. Yeah, and the shoulder. And then he has a shoulder issue. Yeah. My hope, and this is probably going to sound crazy, my hope is that his shoulder is tore up, mm. like it's really bad, and it's not allowing him to do what he needs to do to be comfortable. And here's why: I hope that he truly is hurt, because if he isn't, you are setting every single player up that follows behind you for a contract extension that wants to have guaranteed money, you're setting them up for failure because no one already, they didn't want to give anyone that contract when Lamar was up, when J- uh, Jalen Hurts was up, when uh, Josh, uh, Justin Herbert was up. Nobody wants to pay that money. Nobody wants to give guaranteed contracts to that extent. You are the only one. And if you are not hurt and just choosing not to play, you are doing a detriment to every single player, every single quarterback that comes behind you with the ex- expectation or the the want or the wish for a contract that could be guaranteed. Yeah, it, it, it's he's doing a disservice if he's not truly hurt. Now I hope he's hurt. Mm-hmm. I hope his arm. I hope he has to have three surgeries to fix this. I don't know. Fix it. Torn labrum, torn rotator cuff, AC joint, all of it. Get it done in once. I don't know. But if it's not and you are not really hurt, man, it's 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 bad business for everybody that comes after you. And yeah. I, I hate that for one guy to ruin it, potentially ruin it for everyone else. Boy, it feels like karma, though. I mean, uh, the, Brown, the Browns sold their soul yeah, to the devil. No, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not calling Deshaun the devil. I'm just saying they, they sold their soul here to, to get him from Houston and – it, it ain't did, going great. And it's not going great Even at all. Even when he is playing, it no. ain't great. Uh, did we so, take, you took Seattle? I'm going to take Seattle. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's me P.J. Too. Walker. Uh, not that, I, I, mean, I think P.J. Walker's playing? fine. Miles Garrett's going to play. Oh, yeah, and Geno huh. Smith is not. He has not looked as good as he did last yeah. year. But Maybe uh, the defense scores a couple of touchdowns for the Browns. <laughs> it's still a tough environment to win in Seattle. I, I got Seattle as well. I love Kenneth Walker. I love Tyler yes. Lockett. And, yep. and maybe Metcalf will be back this yep. week. So give me Seattle kind of begrudgingly. We both got the Ravens over the Cardinals. 
Oh yeah, they're laying nine and a half. Yeah, I I don't have much of an opinion. They, they should. What did you think about Baltimore last game? I th- this is what we've been talking yes. about. I feel. Yes. I've been saying Lamar like you and I have been saying the same thing. Ooh. I've just been more patient with it. I'm I like, haven't. <laughs> you're like, where's the damn numbers? I'm like, they're coming. He's playing well. And then finally, we both got what we want last week. Lamar, Lamar, I think catapulted himself to the MVP. I agree. It, it, right, right now, I'm talking yeah, about in the conversation. He looked phenomenal. Yep. I think he's making excellent decisions. This is an offense. You and I complain about that offense from the last couple of years. Uh-huh. Forget the highlight reel, run around, do Lamar things. This is the offense that could help him win multiple playoffs. I agree. And potentially win a Super Bowl. I mean, mm-hmm. with the defense I just told you, they are number two excellent. in the league in, in total yards allowed. This is the team. This is the team that they have been waiting on. Now, I, I hate that the running game is is a – you just – you got a bunch of guys out there, they're, they're, they're rolling them out there, and there's been talks of potentially trading for a Saquon Barkley or trading for a Derrick Henry. I think Saquon would be much better in that offense than mm-hmm. Derrick would because of the style of runnings. But uh, this is, the, this is the, the, the offense, the mindset, the philosophy, the playmakers – that Lamar Jackson has needed since he has gotten into the league. Yep. And he is proving, I don't have to run the football. I can sit in this pocket and I can pick you apart because I have elite arm talent. It's about getting guys open in the right spot, getting the ball on them in a timely fashion, great play calling. And them catching it. And them catching yeah, it. they're dropping a lot. They dropped a lot against the Steelers a couple of weeks ago. This is what we've been waiting for from this offense. That was spectacular. And they punched Detroit in the mouth. Early, this was supposed to be the game of the week, in my opinion, between the Detroit Lions and the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore said, no, it's not. It's us versus everybody, and we are going to punch people in the face, and we'll see how you like it. And Detroit did not respond at all, and I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, We both have the Chiefs over the Broncos, right? Not not much time to talk. uh, No need there. Uh, Chargers over the Bears. Yeah, I yeah. mean the char the Chargers Is aren't. Brandon Staley still the coach? Yeah, okay. unfortunately, <laughs> Chargers aren't good. But Sunday night game, boy, what a bad Sunday night game. Uh, I'll take the Chargers. I-, I wouldn't be shocked if the Bears covered the eight and a half. But I mean, it's one of those like, do you want to lay almost double digits with the Chargers? No. Do you want to take the Bears at any at any number? No. No. So is Tyson Bajent is uh is it Tyson? Yeah. Or t- uh, what's his dad? Name? Um, nobody knows. Tyler. I got to show you a video of his dad arm wrestling. His dad's got a lot of personality. Tyler, yeah. Does he? Tyson Bajan is uh, the Tyson. Yep. Yeah. We'll get his name right. One of the damn game last week. We can't get well. his name right. I don't know. I win another. Um, <laughs> and then uh, before we circle back to the only other competitive game, uh, Lions over the Raiders on Monday night. Uh, Lions. Yeah. The Raiders are. Does Josh, how long? Uh, Josh McDaniel out after this year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Him. Any other guys? Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Staley, maybe. Brandon Staley, yes. Depending on how that goes. I, th- I think it's going to continue to go south. The, um, the way that the, I could the, see the Chargers pulling the trigger first. Really? Yeah, because you, you still have a talented team. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you want to get ahead of it. Yep. The 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 Raiders are, they might be on the list of, of one of the most disappointments as well. Maybe you didn't have much expectation from yeah, them. Yeah, I didn't. Um, you didn't think much of them. I mean, at three and four. If somebody said the Raiders are at this at this time of year, uh, they're three and four. I'm like, yeah, okay. But you 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 lost to the Bears last yeah. week. That game, I, I, I picked the Raiders in my pick 'em challenge. That's probably why I'm frustrated. I I, I did too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people. Were, I, I think everybody did. Who the hell was going? The Bears stink. Right. And they found a way to score thirty points on you, mm-hmm. and you scored twelve. Yeah. 
The Raiders aren't good. They have no offense. They aren't good at, at all. all. Yeah. They are really bad. How do you you had the the league's leading rusher last year in Josh Jacobs and, can't and he, run can't the move, he can't move the ball. Can't run the ball at anymore. All. And so I, I'm not blaming Josh Jacobs. They just they they cannot I don't, they cannot I don't run know. it. I don't get it. All right, let's circle back. Last game, I saved this one since we had a couple of kind of potential blowouts surrounding it. 49ers and Bengals. The 49ers are laying three and a half points. They were laying six, but once the news broke about Brock Purdy being in concussion protocol, we might see Sam Darnold on Sunday. This, to me, is a bounce-back game for San Francisco. I'm I'm just doubling and tripling down on my thoughts about the Bengals since the offseason. I thought that this was going to be a non-playoff year for Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. Too much transition. I haven't seen... Zach Taylor change up this offense much. I thought that team started to figure him figure him out. Maybe the adjustments started to come, and you know we'll see. But I think that this is a coaching this is a coaching game. This is a coaching matchup, and I think Kyle Shanahan and his staff, coming off the two straight losses, are going to school Cincinnati and their coaching staff. I'll lay the three and a half points. We go in the opposite direction. There, Let's brother. do it because I'm going Cincinnati all the way, especially with you going outright. Uh, yeah, okay. no question. I think Cincinnati wins this game. No question. I think that Cincinnati, we we put a lot of we talked a lot about what Cincinnati wasn't earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Their best player was hurt, and he was dealing with a calf issue. And until I think it was week three or four when he finally uh, came up out of that and and was not on the injury report, and you finally got to see what he was and who he was, throwing the ball to Jamar Chase, completing, making those connections again, when he was hurt, yeah, if if that was going to linger for a long time, I would say, yeah, Cincinnati's not going to make it. But what I saw from him and from them, I'm going Cincinnati. All right. And I think Joe Burrow, a healthy Joe Burrow, helps push them back into the conversation in the AFC. I think the Ravens are the elite team in that division, but they would they could potentially make a run in the playoffs uh with Joe Burrow as their quarterback. A healthy Man, a healthy I, Joe Burrow. Yeah, and and you you have laid laid out the reasons why. And I saw Joe Burrow against Arizona. I go, okay, Joe, Joe's back here. Yeah. But I still think that the I I, I don't trust Zach Taylor to make the, the teams have figured out this offense, yeah. I think. But we'll you know, well, hey, we'll find out. This is a big one. This is a real big one. In San Francisco. All right, so here's here are the games that and I actually wrote these down, Carrie. There we go. Here are the games that we disagree on, and if you're listening right now, I, I fully admit that I'm the contrarian in these <laughs> plays, so you'll probably line up with Kerry pretty well here, I'm assuming. Uh, Texans and Panthers, I got the Texans plus three. You got them laying three. Yep. I said I wouldn't be shocked if Carolina messes around and wins their first game. Kerry took the Vikings over the Packers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vikings only laying one and a half in that one. I've got Green Bay. Divisional game, I think this is this is a do-or-die moment for Green Bay. Vikings coming off a short week. I, I, took, I took the home dog. Saints and Colts. Kerry's got the Colts plus one. I got the Saints minus one. I just think the Saints. A couple weeks ago, I said the Texans are, are the better team. Yeah. And I took the Texans over the Saints. I feel the same way now, opposite wise. I think okay. the Saints are the better team. I'm just going to take the better team in a basically a pick 'em. Okay. Uh, but Kerry listed the reasons why he likes the Colts. We're opposite in the New Jersey Bowl. I got the Giants <laughs> plus three. Kerry's got the Jets minus three. I don't feel great about it, but I just it's one of those where it's like hold my nose and root for the Giants. And then the the carries got the Bengals outright, and I got the 49ers uh winning and covering the three and a half. So yep. those are the play those are the picks that we we disagreed on. So we'll circle back next week and talk about how we did and break down the uh week nine games while talking about what we saw in week eight. That's kind of the formula we, that we've been running with here on Gridiron Guys. We hope you enjoyed it. For Kerry Davis, I'm Anthony Salter. We'll see you next time on the Gridiron Guys podcast. 
Thanks for listening to the Gridiron Guys podcast with Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis and Anthony Stalter. Driven by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Check out the Gridiron Guys podcast page at 101ESPN.com.